All right, and welcome to the special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is What Would You Do, where we talk about professional standards committee cases and code of ethics violations. Here with me today is Rachel Real to talk to us hello, about. Hello, Jen. Hello, how Rachel. are you? Good. Are you ready? Ready. So you're going to talk to us about how to avoid how to avoid some code of ethics violations or potential code of ethics violations when you are in a position where you're changing brokerages. Okay. So I think most of us have been there at some point over our careers where we've started at one brokerage and decided to make a transition into a new brokerage. EXP. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever it might be, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to take into consideration when you're changing brokerages as it relates to your personal advertising and then how that relates to the code of ethics. Okay. So if you look at article 12 of the code of ethics, it says realtors shall be honest and truthful in their real estate communications and shall present a true picture in their advertising, marketing, and other representations. Realtors shall also ensure that their status as real estate professionals is readily apparent in the advertising, marketing, and other representations, and that the recipients of all real estate communications are or have been notified that those communications are from a real estate professional. Okay. So we'll go back to that first two sentences. Honest and truthful in your communications and a true picture in advertising. So. If you are with X, Y, and Z brokerage mm-hmm. and you decide to move over to ABC brokerage, mm-hmm. as soon as you make that transition, you are now, any any advertising that you have that's out in the universe somewhere is, is, has to be tied to your current brokerage. Anything that's out there that's still circulating. And this becomes a problem when you can't get back into like your website or like right i mean you've really got to make sure that you're you're dialed into those things and it it also means that when you make it when you decide to make a switch from one brokerage to the next you can't do it on a whim you really have to take the time to make sure that you figure out all of your advertising where it is what you have out there right what's the lead time on getting those things changed when you have things like billboards park benches those things are usually under a contract. Right. You can't just pick up the phone and say, hey, I need you to take that billboard down. That's not going to happen overnight. Right. <laughs> it's going right. to take some planning and all that kind of stuff. And those things are when you've got a billboard up in a town that you that you work in and you make a change to another brokerage, now you're advertising two different brokerages. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a park bench. You know, these are things that are 20,000, 30,000 people drive by every day. So you need to make sure that those are reflected. Well, and then not only the little things like your email signature, any like flyers or folders or anything that you have. Absolutely. I mean, anything and everything that you have. I mean, business cards. Now, again, business cards are going to be floating around, you know, somebody's kitchen junk drawer for the next 15 years. Doesn't mean you got to go, you know, rifle through everyone's junk drawers, but things that you have control over. So your website, print advertising, media, email signatures, all your social media, your LinkedIn, all that stuff has to be current and reflective of where your current brokerage is. So that when people are looking at you, they go, oh, she's with ABC Realty, not XYZ. Right. So that's where, you know, you really need to make sure you you sit down and, and look at all that, look at the big picture so that you don't end up in a hearing where someone says, well, hey, you know what, you're advertising my brokerage. And you went over here. Now you're advertising this brokerage. So where? I where mean, are you? yeah. And I think like it does. If that happened, like let's say it's been like a week, that feels very petty. But let's say it's been like, even though the accusation is in vi- the violation, right? Like it is violating, right. but it does feel like super petty. 
But I mean, I guess if it's been like a couple of years, I can see, or they've asked them. Even, even, even a couple of months. Yeah. Right. I mean, and when you have something that is a large scale thing that you don't have control over, like perhaps the back end of a website, the the billboard, the park bench, the the print ad at the train station, whatever it might be, make sure that you keep a clear log. communication log of those people. And I, I mean, in, in all reality, you should reach out to them before you make the change to the brokerage to say, can you cover it up? Can you do X, Y, and Z? Can right. we stick a, a label over it? Can we do something? Right. Because even on like a compliance. lot of signs, they're doing like kind of a sticker or whatever over. Exactly. Exactly. Do you? And then to that, to that point, when you are creating advertising and you're creating signatures and you're creating those things, think, you know, think about it, you know from a perspective that if you were to change a brokerage, you know, five years right. down the road, is it something that can easily be modified so that you could stick a label over it? Or do you have the entire background as a, a, a giant logo, you know, grayed out in the back where it's going to be impossible? <laughs> do you, you know? um, I think this is a good time to take a quick break. I want to tell you about our um, favorite take partners. Us a, take us, take us to a break. Take us to a break. So mm-hmm. let me tell you about some of our favorite partners. Um, one of them is Cyberbacker. I actually just got a second Cyberbacker. So excited. Um, what they do is they are virtual assistants. So they help with all that stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing, but you keep doing it. Um, so go to cyberbacker.com and put Fight Club for a special prize. And then also one of um, our top lead sources for leads right now, I mean, this leads is something everybody needs. One of our top lead sources is Pipeline Pro Tools. So if you go to pipelineprotools.com uh, slash Fight Club, they'll give you a free demo on how the platform works. They'll also give you the playbook that we're using to generate the leads. Um, again, that's pipelineprotools.com slash fight cub. Now, Rachel, what is the fine for these violations? It depends. So if you are a first time violator and you're found in violation in your hearing and you've never been there before, you've never had been fined or cited for anything before your violation, uh, citation amount could be on the lower side. Okay. Again, it, it escalates as as it relates to the number of times you've been in violation of the code. Okay. So really article 12 is what you want to do a deep dive on because standard of practice 13 and standard of practice 12-8. Uh, and again, in 12, and 12-7, which I'll touch on a little bit too, true picture and advertising, marketing and representations. And then you also must make sure that you are, your website is, is current and if it's not, it says when it becomes apparent that information on a website is no longer current or accurate, you have to take prompt corrective action. Okay. So again, make sure that you, and I almost think that when you're sitting down doing a, an independent contractor agreement, maybe make this a list of things that you talk about with that managing broker. Right. And say, if I were to leave, how does this happen? You know, how does this work? Do you take these things down right away? And these are things, you know, if you've got a brand new agent sitting down with a managing broker and going over an independent contractor agreement, they're not even going to know to ask these things. Right. They're definitely you keep it in your back pocket for later. So when you think about print advertising, standard of practice 12-7 is also interesting. Okay. It says realtors who participated in a transaction as a listing broker or cooperating broker, also the selling broker, may claim to have sold the property. Prior to closing, a cooperating broker may may post a sold sign only with the consent of the listing broker. So if you are at ABC Realty and you have closed 150 properties this year 
Now you move over to X, Y, and Z Realty. Mm -hmm. And you're going to talk about what you closed last year. Technically, you can't use that information unless you have the appropriate disclosure and disclaimer on that on that postcard or mail or whatever it might be. It might have to say at the bottom, these properties were closed while at ABC brokerage. Now I'm here. Because right. when you think about it, those transactions belong to the brokerage. Right. So make sure that you are really correct in your advertising so that you don't end up in a, in a hearing also for those types of things. Or you can just do it and see what happens. You could, but you're going to leave yourself <laughs> if you guys are to not watching this citation on youtube <laughs> go to real you estate see my giant eye roll <laughs> <laughs> go to real estate fight club podcast youtube page yes for and watch me strangle jen in the in the in the video <laughs> giant it was like a whole head roll eye roll it, right it was it was, it was very like a whole right. thing it was oh a whole thing <laughs> that's your yes your i'm gonna get you a t-shirt that says just try it just just, just try it and see what happens or blow it up it i always caught. want to blow it up well i would like to do that too i think though yeah and if you guys want to if you want to read um if you want to read these violations we actually have the whole list on jennifermertland.com slash vault so you can for your pleasure yes. reading yes Right. And we'll put these, these particular standards of practice and articles in the, in the vault also. Exactly. As it pertains to this particular topic. All right, Rachel, good at thoughts. Very boring yeah. though. I mean, I know you're not, yeah. you don't, you don't love rules. It's annoying. I'm also going to get you a shirt that says rules with a giant line. Yeah. I appreciate you being on as usual. If people do have yes. a referral for you in Chicago, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Best way to reach me is via email at rreal at dealwithreal.com, or you can catch me at 630-542-8688. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. Bye.